Well, hello, bros. It's time for that hero stuff, bro. That hero stuff. Oh, how are you doing on the day of today? This is James Hall, and welcome to Restoring Heroes. Real biblical manhood in a counterfeit world and a part of the War Cry Podcast Network. Woo! How are you doing? I am so excited. I am so excited to talk to you today about Refocus Part 2. You are in a war. Let's talk about the raging war. What's going on? Right now, how are you feeling? I got a whole lot to say in a little bit of time, but I need you to get your ears peeled and your eyes open. Can you do that? I believe that you can. Look, I want to talk to you about something. Now, I keep on hearing this. There, there's. It's not fear-mongering. That's another one. It's not fear-mongering. Let me just say it. There's a whole lot of talk in this manosphere, right? The manosphere, uh, the, the manhood podcast that's out there. You know, you got War Cry Network. Um, work our podcast network where we we equipped um, we we uh, motivate equipped and help men navigate through the battles of this world but you got those right you got some Instagram folks you my, my friend Fred three we got we got my uh, my, my my dude from um, from man of iron you got all these people right and there's this sense of there's an upcoming war right there's a war coming and we need to be prepared and we need to be prepared and we need to be ready uh like my friend uh um, joe prim says we need to prepare uh protect prepare and defend i think that's what he says i might mess i might have messed that up joe sorry but um but i'm here to tell you for real that the war is not coming it's here we're already in a war. We've been in a war. It's already here. There's no, it's no hor- no holds bars, battle, bare knuckle, blood, tooth, sweat, pee, poop, all that stuff on the battlefield is going on right now. And it started. Let me tell you where it started. So James, you saying it's a war right now. Yes. I'm saying we are in a literal war right now. At this moment, every second of every day, every minute of every hour, we are in a war and it's a war for our souls i need you man i need you heroes i need you to refocus your mind to focus on the battle that is raging right now you need to focus on a battle that is raging right now you need to refocus set your minds on things now things above not on things on the earth on the earth so what i need you to do is think about the spiritual war that we're in is not a just about the natural things that you see. Actually, the spiritual affects the natural and the natural expect affects the spiritual. So it's about it's about those struggles. It's about that war in your flesh, but it's also about the cosmic war going on between um, uh, that Satan is raging against God's people. Right. And against the people who don't know Christ. Right. Because there, if they don't know crisis later on, I'm going to tell you about what's going on there. So there is a scripture. This is, if you got your sword, turn to chapter three of Genesis. And, and it says here, I'm going to read it off my notes. It says, now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast in the field that the Lord 
God had made. And he said to the woman, did God actually say, you shall not eat from the tree of the garden? So this is one of the tactics that that um that Ephesians, I think chapter six says that we have to stand firm against the wiles of Satan. The wiles. These are one. Of, this is one of the tactics. One of the main tactics. This only tactic I'm going to talk about today. Did God really say? Did God really say? Right? Because that is used from generations to generations. That saying, "Did God really say?" Or what people say now, "What is truth?" What is truth in this postmodern age? What is truth? What is what is? I mean, that's not my truth. What is what? I mean, what's truth? You know, did God really say? And it and it and it, it is a war that's been. It's a part of this battle plan that Satan's been having since the beginning of time, right? You hear it in Isaiah. I think it's Isaiah where Satan's been was cast down because of um, certain translations or the Hebrew translation of certain words was because of his campaigning and because of his campaign skills, because of that, he, he, um, he convinced a third of the angels to leave heaven or actually convinced a third of angels to rebel against God. When God kicked them out of heaven, let me correct that because of his slick tongue, because of his cunning, this is the war that we're in, man. It's not a war that's coming. It's a war that's here right now at this moment, right now at this moment, while you listen to this podcast right now at this moment, while you listen to this podcast, there's some things going on in that background on your kids, YouTube, on your kids, radio stations, on your kids, favorite TV show. There's some things going on that's planted to be cunning, to turn your child. If they're not careful to turn their child towards the wide road mentality told their child to did God really say mentality right because you know what happened in Genesis 3 after the seed was planted did God really say and and Eve was able to and Eve was able to explain some things away right some of my equipment just fell down hold up bear with me and Eve was able to explain some, some away some things right but she did it in a weird weird way um, no, God said that we can't, we can eat from the tree of God, but the one in the midst of the garden, we can't eat or touch. Well, God never said the or, or touch part. So she added to it. Right. Um, but then he said, no, God knows once you eat of it, you become like God, you become just like him. And you're going to be able to know what's good and evil. And what he meant by that is you're going to be able to choose for yourself what you consider good and what you consider evil come on now the the started from that phrase did god actually say it turned into because you don't know if god actually said it did god actually say then it says you can be like god you could be a god you could be a god this is the war, this rage. This is the reason why it's so hard for people to give up their sin and follow Christ because Satan is telling them you could be like God. You could be a God. Did God really say that was such a wrong thing? Did God really say that was such a bad thing? Did God really say, right? This, it, I mean, I can, go, I can go on for hours and hours about did God really say? But I'm gonna tell you how Satan is attacking. 
right? I'm going to tell you, Satan is raging a war against your children. Oh, you don't believe me? So look at, I, I, I hate to hang on this, but I do. PBS, right? I, might, I let my kids watch PBS. I let my daughter, I've been letting them watch. My, my oldest daughter is 13. My youngest daughter is two. So I've been letting um, my kids watch PBS. Um, and it just so happened now recently changed that in the, in a, you know, Arthur, I don't know if he's an aardvark. I don't know if he's a hamster. I don't know what Arthur is. Right. But in the TV show, one of the teachers got married to a man. Also in his same kids TV show, they start doing the black lives matter thing and, and all that other stuff in the midst of this TV show. But did, did God really say, you know, this the this the whoa, 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 whoa. The Bible says homosexuality is wrong, right? In 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 Corinthians, in in Rome, Romans chapter one, it talks about it. In you know, Leviticus, they talk about it. You can't really talk about the Leviticus one because people, you know, use shellfish as a defense for sodomy. But we're, we're not gonna talk about that, okay? We're not gonna talk about that. So they use they use the cart they're using the cartoons to infiltrate the psyche of our children what i mean by that is did god really say like so if you tell your kids like homosexuality is wrong and we need to tell people about christ so they get free from that mentality to think that they have to be they do this they have to do that but if the tv show says if this tv show mom or tv show uh this tv show that i that the kids been trusting right they love the dw's they love the brain they love uh the the bionic bunny they love all that right and they they come up to mr i forgot what his name is ratburn or whatever that he's getting married to another man so mom so dad what's wrong with it if it's happening on author if it's happening on pbs and pbs is safe for me right dad you let me watch that right so what's wrong with it let me move on sesame street Right. There's this cross cross dressing black man. I forgot his name. Don't want to mention his name. Uh, I do want to mention. I just forgot it. Um, cross dressing man. He um, on the Emmys or one of the shows. Uh, he had a uh, a tuxedo up front, but a dress on the bottom. Right. And he was playing a fairy on Sesame Street. Now, my kids didn't watch that particular episode or whatever, but it's still those things. Satan is attacking the family trying to get your kids desensitized to to those things and, and, and you know it's not just that it's mrs dotfire it's it's big mama's house it's um it's also uh what's that um medea it's also you know whatever they put a man in a dress um they're trying to desensitize you to get you to laugh at it so that desensitizes you once you're once you're laughing you no longer think critically about what's going on um so it's the attack on did God really say he created them man and woman, male and female. He created them. Did God really say that? But did he mean it though? I mean, cause it's just clothes and isn't it just funny? And don't, and I, this is another thing. This is a side note, man, you don't express your masculinity by letting your daughter paint your nails. I don't care what you think. And we could have disagreement, we could talk about it, but I'm not sure how you wearing a skirt, a tutu, 
You getting your nails painted by your daughter. You putting on makeup, putting on lip gloss. Makes you feel secure in your masculinity. I'm not sure how that makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. No, your daughter should know men are men and men don't wear that. Why doesn't your, why is your daughter, why is that even a question in her mind? My 13 year old daughter has never asked me to paint my nails. Now you painting her nails, you can get down with that. I get it. You treating her to a spa day. That's cool. You painting her nails, but you shouldn't be getting your nails painted. You wearing a tutu, you uh, a fuzzy bunny unicorn with her and, and, and doing ballet with her. And no, what? Anyway, <laughs> side note, that was for free. Anyway, so did God really say this is the text that Satan is doing? We're in a war right now. And that's why I want to open your eyes to it, alert you to it. So, so you got author, you got the PBS, right? So they, if they can't get you with that, if they can't get you with that, you shut it off. You don't let your kids watch it, whatever. Then they get you with Netflix, right? You have the cuties, the cuties movie that I would never watch in my life ever. But I know in the cuties movie, you have girls twerking. You have girls touching themselves in inappropriate ways. You have girls showing their um, 11 year old girls nudity. Uh, they're showing their bare chest in there. You have girls, you have 11 year old girls, right? With cameraman up in, in their, in their, uh, in their vagina area and where their butt trying to get that good butt shot and all that stuff. These grown men that need to be locked up, that need bullets. They're, they're filming this, this movie cuties and people are defending it, right? It's just art. It's just this movie was meant to talk about. No, the over-sexualization of children. Oh, this was meant to talk about it and bring up awareness for it. So you bring awareness by doing it, right? So if I was against, let's say I'm against puppy shooting, right? I'm against puppy shooting, but I'm so against it, I'll make a movie about every five seconds you get a dog. Somebody hold up a puppy, pow, blow the brains out. Get a puppy, pow, blow the brains out. But, but I'm against it, right? I'm against puppy shooting but every the movie pang pow here toto pow here pluto pow here lassie pow right but i'm against it i'm against it and you don't understand this is an attack it is a war right now it's a war right now it's a cultural war it's a biblical war it's a spiritual war right now at this moment it's not coming it's already at your front door and in your living room and you're paying for it it's already there. This is how Satan is attacking our, infiltrating and attacking our children. They're trying to over-sexualize our children. That's why the heroes in a secular world, the girls, the little girls, I, I'm teaching, I teach out of school. The little girls be talking to, I, not even one, I want to bring it up right now. I'll bring it up in the later, later part of this here podcast. So let's keep it going. Uh, Senate Bill 145, which lessens was let 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 judge have discretion with pedophiles who have sex anal um anal sex or or sex and vag vaginal sex with minors they let they let the judge have discretion to see how if you go label them a sex offender criminals now this is criminals you know for kids who really who want justice for being abused we let the judge have discretion about it. You don't think this is a war? Look it up. If you don't believe me, look it up. SB 145. Look it up. 
Oh, this is a war. This is a war, heroes. This is a war. Did God really say? It starts off like that. Did God really say? If he can, if he could tear down that, the basically he made Eve doubt the truth of God, the doubt the truth of who God is, doubt the very essence of who God is. God cannot lie. So he made, he cunningly made her double think what God said. Well, maybe he didn't mean it like that. Well, maybe he, maybe he didn't. Well, maybe he didn't even mean it like that. Maybe he didn't mean like male and female because that can be a social construct, right? Because that's a social thing. You know what I mean? Male, female is a social thing. We put male clothes on people and it's a social thing. Maybe he didn't mean it like that, though. Maybe he meant if you felt like a man or if you felt like a woman. So now you have men, grown men wearing dresses and saying there are five-year-old girls and parent and people are adopting men, right? Right? This is this is the craziness we have. If it's not cuties, I know I went far off. If it's not cuties, then there's a show called Big Mouth on Netflix, right? It's a cartoon. But in this cartoon, these are little kids and they draw nudity. These men are so perverted, so twisted that they draw little kids in nudity. Little teenagers in nudity, 13-year-olds in nudity. I never, I haven't even watched. I just saw the reviews. I just saw talk, somebody talk. I would not lay my eyes on that. I actually canceled my next, next uh, Netflix uh, subscription. But this, you, you think this war is coming? It's already here, hero. When you go pick up your sword and fight and fight for your family. Hmm? Cause they're attacking. They're coming for Satan is coming for you and your family. He wants to break down the nuclear family. He wants to break down the Christian home. And he's, he's, he goes come through your kids. He's going to come at your wife. He's going to come at you. You know that you know what you feel, right? Let's keep it going. Oh, this campaign blew my mind when I looked at it. Boys can be princesses too. Boys can be princesses too. And you have these models, these female models with these boys wearing Moana dresses, wearing the wearing the 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 the, the dress of the, the girl from um, um from Prince and Princess Bride, um, Princess and a Frog, right? Wearing bell dresses, have these young men, these feet, these grown women, right? With these young men, and the men are dressed, and the young boys are dressed up as princesses. Men can be princesses too. Boys can be princesses too. They can do it too. What? He created them male and female. That means there's a difference in brain chemistry body composition, muscle strength, bone density. There's a difference between male and female, and I'm not, not afraid to say it. And man, they're attacking your children with this nonsense. Oh, you don't think this girl power, rah, rah, rah stuff just stops with that nonsense? No, it's on, it's on Disney Channel. Think about it. When have you ever saw a boy hero on Disney Channel who wasn't a goofball? But when the girl step in, the girl's smart, the girl's more powerful than him, the girl got all the knowledge. 
or they're coming after your kids. There's a show called The Owl House, which is blatantly, it says, I want to be a witch. I want to be a demon witch in the preview of The Owl House. I was watching DuckTales. I'm, I'm going off. I was watching DuckTales, right? I was watching DuckTales. Oh, woo! I was watching it. And all of a sudden, a girl gets possessed by another girl. Like, women, what's that have to do with Scrooge McDuck and his coins and flipping into coins and all that stuff? When did the occult come in? When did witchery come in? And the Christians, I have a question. Man, heroes, why is Harry Potter your favorite book ever and you, like, will die on a hill of Harry, Harry Potter? What, what? Explain to me. Explain to me what's going on with that. Like, why is... Harry Potter, your favorite teacher. No, no, no. Just let me, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. So they're attacking, Satan is attacking your family with attacking your children with, did God really say? So he placed his doubts in their minds different ways. He's a cunning, he's a more cunning, he's cunning, right? He's wicked. He's uh, not vindictive. What is that? Insidious. That's the word. Satan is insidious. So he's going to be picking out things, trying to get you to do things, trying to get you to different ways to get you to doubt what God really says, right? Let's get off the kids. Satan's attacking your wife. Satan is attacking your wife, right? Insecurities, self-doubts. Is she enough? Is she doing enough? Can she satisfy you? But, but why would she think she can't satisfy me? Oh, because, you know, the number one attack, one of the attacks on your wife is porn culture. Porn culture. Yeah, I said it. Right? So you 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 listening to WAP, you got your Carney B, you got your Megan and then Stallion, you got your little Kim, Kim Kardashian, you got all these things that stimulating your eyes visually, right? And you got your porn addiction, you got your porn hub, you got you got your, your incognito button, you got all this stuff that you're doing, right? And all the while Satan's attacking your wife with, you're not enough. He's not satisfied with you. It's something about you. It's something that you're doing wrong. Right? And if it's not if it's not blatant like that, those are blatant uh, things. But what about the simple things of you walking down, like you don't think your wife, you're, I, you're a good man. You're a hero. So I know you look away from the Victoria's Secret stuff, right? When you go into the mall, you look away and all that other stuff. But you don't think in in the mind you don't make it don't my wife thinks it's disgusting and stuff like that it doesn't bother her. But someone who doesn't have their identity tied up in Christ and doesn't know they're a masterpiece will look at that and compare them to them, like compare themselves to that person, that airbrush person, right? And Satan's attacking that all day long. You got makeup commercials, you got food commercials, you got clothing commercials. Oh, that's not gonna fit on you like that. That that and you you got women that don't want to watch, your, they don't want to look at themselves in the mirror because they don't look like this person, they don't look like that person. Satan's attacking our wives, man. What we go do? You know. Also, Satan is had this is new culture of a feminine feminist, the feminist movement, right? That's belittling the housewife. You know the wife that 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 takes care of the family. The my wife is a homeschool mom, so she not only does she school the kids, but she also creates and uh, she teaches them about art. She teaches them about poetry and appreciation of music. She teaches them um, 
about you know hygiene and how to properly wash this and properly wash that and sewing buttons and things like that and on top of that she talks to my kids it counsels my kids on top of that she is a friend to me one of, is my best friend and we talk and and on top of that and she cooks most of the majority of the time and we all clean but feminist movement want to make us believe that she want her to believe that she's missing something there's something out there in the world that you're missing you need to give this is what you need to do woman if you really want to be fulfilled this is how satan tells her you need to give eight to twelve hours to another man and then come home tired for your family that you burped out you need to give eight to 12 hours to another man, right? Then send your kids to another woman for them to take care of and them to hold and them to wipe, wipe their nose and them to put band-aids on her, right? And them to do all that. You need to do all that with another woman. Let another woman do it, right? But you give eight hours to this other man and then come home and you'll be fulfilled. And it, it, it stretches out women. But what, what you gonna do about it, hero? The war is here. I'm just letting you know the game. The war is here, it's up to you to know what you, what are you gonna do about it? All right? And, and on top of that, the feminist movement is, the motherhood is frowned upon. Oh, you don't believe me? You don't believe me? This ties into two things I'd already said. Motherhood is frowned upon. So the pro-abortion movement, right? The pro-abortion movement and, well, that's just the biggest one. The pro-abortion movement not only says that motherhood is should be frowned upon and is it should something that should be bad, you know, things like that. Um, but also attacks the children. That children are no longer a blessing, like the Bible says. All children are inconvenienced, like the Bible says. And I got another issue with uh, abortion, um, and the reason why it, ha it happens so much. And it's not what you think. Might be for another podcast, but this is how Satan is attacking the feminist movement, right? Making your what make it belittling the women who are doing women things, who are just rocking it out, being a mom, being a wife, being you know, and satisfied with that. But they, but they, you know, but you got to get eight hours to another man, then come home and then clean and then go to soccer games and then do this, and then you'll be really fulfilled as a woman, right? That's the promise. But did God really say? Did God really say? See, Satan is trying to put doubts in our minds and it doubts in our minds. And this, this is the this is a, the big, not the big thing, but this is one of the aspects, the reason why we have so much turmoil in our lives when it comes to the race thing, right? When it comes to racism. Because the Bible says that we are all from one blood, like Acts, I think 17 says. That we're all from one blood. The Bible says we are, we've been created by God and we have value just because we are his creations. That the Bible says there's no superior race, but Satan said, did God really say? So Darwin comes in. And if you look up the title of the theory of evolution, what that, what the whole title is, is something about trying to preserve the superior race in the title. So Darwin comes in and says that white folks are closer to being involved than black folks because they got dark, black folks got darker skin and they're closer to monkeys, right? So he makes this, um, the, the Caucasian and the, and the, the Negro and the Hispanic, all these things, he makes these things, right? 
and people believe them because they don't they don't understand what God really says and Satan puts in their mind well since they're different colors of people and people have different colors and different nose shapes and different eye shapes and different ear shapes and different hair textures things like that there has to be different races right no that's not what the Bible says it's not what the Bible says and in the genome project that that um I forgot I think National Geographic did proved it it proved that we're all one race we're all one human race it's not it's not a d diminish of your uniqueness your your dna what what food bothers you and what food does it yeah your melon it doesn't it doesn't have nothing to do with that it's just what what the bible really says and the war is going on now see satan's tactic is to question what god really said how do you combat this then well you have to know what god really says See, the first man, Adam, blew it, right? But think about what happened in the Gospels when Jesus was tempted by the same thing. Well, what, Satan took him on a mountaintop and said, throw yourself down. God said, you won't dash your foot against the stone. He won't let anything harm, come harm you or whatever, right? And Jesus said, you should, you should not test the word, the Lord your God. He knew what the word said. Well, look, 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 look. Okay, well, if you you hungry, right? 40 days, 40 nights without food, you hungry, right, 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 right. So you go ahead and turn that stone into bread. Man, can I live by bread alone? He he combated Satan with the word. I'm telling you, heroes, if you don't know what God said, you will fall for this trick every single time. Did God really say? Did God really say that? Did God really say that? Did God really say abortion is wrong? Cause you really can't, like Tim Keller said, you really, I mean, God says uh, abortion is wrong, but you really can't say how to stop abortion, really. No, no, you just, there's laws against abortion. I mean, there's laws for abortion, change the laws and make it illegal for abortion to happen. That's how you solve the issue. That's how you solve the legalized abortion issue. That's how you solve the ta taxpayers' money going to abortions. That's how you solve it. Make it illegal. Right? This, this is where I am with everything. The war is here now. It's not coming. You don't have to, you, 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 be, you be prepared. And you have to, if you go get prepared, get prepared in the foxhole. Get prepared in the trenches. Get prepared behind the barricade of the flying, uh, behind the barricade of your faith, behind the flying arrows that's coming at you. Get prepared like that. Because the war is here. Refocus your mind. Get your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Think about this in a spiritual way. Why is all this stuff happening? Why is pedophilia going on? Why is homosexuality getting pushed so hard? Why is biblical illiteracy so rampant in biblical men and men who claim they're christian christians why is biblical illiteracy so hard and so big and and so rampant that's the word i'm looking for so rampant in our culture why is that because satan do, does not want you to know what god really says and that's all i got to say about that heroes until next time be watchful stand firm in the faith Act like men and be strong out there. Whoop! I wanna be.